Are you standing us up? I was thinking about it. <laughs> well, we've already battled it out, and I won. So It's over, man. It's over. Uh, thanks for coming, guys. I appreciate you being here. <laughs> yeah, man. We appreciate you being here. Yeah. All right. So I guess I missed all the action. How about you just humor me and um, pretend like it didn't happen? Okay. Cool. Can we do that? I'm going to have to chug this rock star here. Hold on. I actually tried I to intentionally not ask too many questions, and, and, I, and I kind of, uh, I kind of uh, went against that a little bit, but I, I didn't want to get into the meat and taters before you hopped on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Um, so, uh, Preston, I've never had to say your last name out loud. Nissa, I don't think I have, I've had to say your name, last name out loud either, but uh, Schmidley, is that right? Is that, is that how What'd you say? You say? You, your, your last name is it Schmidley? Oh my god, man, you're butchering it. I, well, I'm just I, kidding. That was perfect. I can't, that was perfect. I can't speak. Well, it sounds like something Charles Dickens made up, so it's just really cool. It's Swiss. Um, yeah, so I wish I kind of had that name. And and I feel like both your names have sneaky consonants in there for some reason or vowels. I don't know, one of the two. And uh, it makes it a little more difficult. But, um, and, um, and this, I feel like your first name is short for something, but I've always been afraid to ask because I don't think it is. And what, it what could not, it be so. short for? Like Nissa? I don't know. That's why I haven't asked. Lanissa? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's like one of those nicknames where, you know, like when you're a kid, like, you yeah. know, somebody can't say the full no. thing and they just come up with some, something like, I don't want to yeah. disrespect well, it. A lot of people anything, asking but, what know. it's short for. And I would want to know what it could be short, what it could be short for. Like we always... Like yeah. I was not like short. Yeah, more like yeah. it just kind of developed into something. But it's fair. But anyways, and the last name, leader, like leader cola, like like leader. I'm more of a super troopers guy, sure. but you know, leader cola sort of thing. But you know, vodka works too. Um, anyways, so <clears throat> I came across Preston um, at uh, IOA's Innovation 18. And he just kind of starts throwing all this crazy stuff at me. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not ready for this. Like, you need to have, like, a disclaimer, like, like happening in front of you before you start saying these things to me. And um, so I was like, right, first, after I recoup from that, I was like, well, I think, I think I just, I feel like you guys need to talk. And that's kind of all this is. It's just like, I feel like you guys need to talk. And apparently I've already missed it, but let's do it for, for you know, just for, for giggles. So um, the question to you guys is SEO dying? All right, so who battles first? <laughs> I'll let you guys um, figure that out. So I think right. we should. Get, I think we should get back to the context of that too. Um, I think that that's an important one because I, it's obviously more gray than just is something dying. You know what I mean? It's not like it's just hooked up to a machine and it's a matter of time. Um, I think. I think more than that, it's. You know, so if we're, to, I didn't expect you to podcast specifically when I made these statements, Joey. Um, so, you know, I think that I think it's important just to be able to um, dive into the context of really what that statement means, so that we can kind of hash that out and, um, you know, kind of dissect that. So, what I meant by that was, I I feel strongly that uh, the world of digital marketing, the world of um, 
SEO, of lead generation, any, any form of that is uh, rapidly evolving. And so I believe that the while SEO is highly prevalent, I think that the advancements in AI uh, as part of it are going to continue to evolve and change the landscape. And I think it's, gonna, I think it's going to squeeze out a lot of people that are doing SEO. Um, and I think that there's probably a lot of people that are in the SEO world anyways that shouldn't be. And that's probably any form of um, digital marketing. But and that part of it's good. It'll, it'll trim the fat. But um, I also think that the other elements of digital marketing, like, um, you know, we, we in our agency, we specifically focus on Facebook lead generation because it's where we're getting um, incredibly the best uh, cost per lead right now. Um, you know, we think that that is substantially better ROI and better, just, just better way to spend our time than anything else we could be doing for our clients. Um, you know, b- before you hopped on the call, Nissa and I were just kind of talking and um, we were talking about the traffic that she gets uh, on a yearly basis. Um, I think it was like 6 million views or something like that, which is pretty cool. And she says that she does that with almost zero ad spend. So obviously SEO still has, um, you know, long game potential for sure. And I think that she's experiencing that. Um, and when I say she, I, I, I mean really her representing the organization as a whole. But um, It's all Just It's all Nissa. Go ahead, Preston. It's fine. <laughs> so that, you know, that was kind of the basis of the statement is – I believe that the way that the landscape is changing, the way that Google is um, evolving to compete with things like Facebook, um, it's going to it's going to change the landscape. And I do believe that Google is going to remain a contender. Um, I just don't see it being at the pace to make it cost effective. But I would say that that, in my opinion, is the rule, not the exception. I think that there are people that have been doing it very dedicated and very consistently like Nissa, um, and in the end they will get a, a lot of good traffic and the coolest part about that is it's almost free i can't necessarily say that i get free traffic i can get cheap traffic and i can dictate what kind of traffic i get for cheap but you know there's obviously benefits to the long game for the seo um I also come from an ideology where I'd rather pay a little bit now rather than wait because I'll be able to afford expensive stuff later if I spend a little bit now. You know what I mean? I, I look at time and money both as currencies in that relationship too. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. This SEO is um, it's not easy, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I think it depends right time, on what is right? your definition right, of right? SEO, right? <laughs> Do you need your own website to do SEO? I'm going to say no, actually, because my definition of SEO is optimizing for a search engine. So a lot of things, something that a lot of people don't know about me um, is I also run an online store for my husband. So I kind of have that small business mentality like a lot of the agents do. And my husband said, okay, let's launch a website. And I said, no way. I am not going to launch a website. I'm not going to launch a brand new website with a brand new domain name um, with zero reputation, zero, um, um, like Google doesn't know who you are. There's no 
Sounds like the most exhausting thing anybody could do, right, Nissa? It just it sounds it's super terribly exhausting. exhausting, right? And I said, there's yeah. already enough websites in this world. We don't need a website. Well, no, I don't know that I go that far, but continue. <laughs> well, for my for our business, we said continue. we don't need Yeah, it's fine. It's so fine. instead, um, I go to YouTube. What can I rank for on YouTube? That's already a website, right? Yeah, you got um, my intention. What can I go, like, um, what, what YouTube result can I rank on page one of Google for a word that I want to rank? A lot of things. What um, Facebook page can I rank on page one of Google for a word I want to rank for? What, um, like we have some things on Etsy and eBay. How can we rank our stuff on those websites? So we tend to use the domain authority of other websites around us to insert our message. Sure. Are you using Shopify as well, or are you strictly using like Etsy and eBay? I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, we're still kind of working on the other strategies, and they're working well, so we haven't quite peeled back. But like the same for TrustedJoyce.com. We rank our own website for things because the domain is 10 years old, because we have a domain authority of 72. Not every website is going to have that. When you launch a new site, you're going to be in the 20s, 30s, and 40s for five years. And it's, it's an uphill battle for sure. Um, you have to really chip away at it, but maybe you buy a domain with, um, a history of 10 years and a domain authority 72 or 60 or 50 even, um, then you can do something with that because it has history. Um, so when you say, so, so even, so, so I have a question on that, Nissa, even if let's say, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to throw out an example, and this might not be a, a very practical example for most purposes, but let's say there's a web address I want, right? And it's already being used. Let's say I make an offer on it, but it's being used poorly, right? It's like an outdated old website, really just bad content. And let's say I make an offer for two grand because I really want that URL. And they go, you know what? We're not using it. Here it is. And they give it to me. And I completely overhaul it, change all of the content, um, completely new website, right? You're saying that there's still benefits to that over starting scratch? Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. Sounds like the best two grand you'd ever spend, right? That sounds pretty good to me. That's really cheap. I wish I could buy a website for two grand, but but um but yeah, I mean you could you could start from scratch and, and wait it out. Um, even an SEO strategy. You launch a page and you you gotta wait a year. Um, six months even, um, for Google to trust that page enough to put it in its index. Um, so when people say, is SEO dying? I mean, I think it depends on who you are. Um, like what, what the factors are around your business. Like, are you brand new? Um, I, I always say that you have to work on your SEO because the time's going to pass anyway. 10 years is going to go by. So you may as well set everything up and chip away at it. But what are you going to do in the meantime? So that's why things like, you know, the Facebook lead generation strategy, um, Facebook, in my experience, has been so much cheaper than PPC mm -hmm. um, but Google, doing Google ads. Um, I love Facebook. We do a lot with Facebook. Um, but but it's more to get that immediate lead. Um, and then you're just always paying for it. Um, so I always just say, like, get your SEO together. Make sure you did everything that you could. Make sure you chip away at it for you know, eight to 10 hours a week, but you need to do something to kind of win the short game to keep your business afloat. So my question on that, and this is, I mean, the way that you speak of, of SEO, as far as 
duration, like, you know, you, you, it almost sounds like building credit, honestly, from what you've just explained to me, because that, that's a component of SEO I wasn't aware of, uh, which is cool. No. Um, so for, for, for all practical matters, those first five to 10 years, it sounds like it almost even doesn't matter what you do for SEO because you're still going to rank low. Is that correct? Um, I mean, you have to be building your authority. Um, can you define building your authority? How many other websites are talking about you? How many other websites are saying, look at this content over here that I really like. I'm going to link to it. Um, how many people are leaving reviews about you on other websites and talking about you? Um, so if Google sees that, if you did a really, really good job and you made sure to get every other website to talk about you, other websites that are more authoritative than you are, you could probably get something to happen and build some authority, you know, within three years, starting from ground zero. Okay. And then you can probably start to rank for some things. But I mean, you have to chip, you have to chip away at it. You have to be really diligent. I mean, it's not easy to get other people to talk about you. Um, so here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. And this is the, the reality, like the dystopian reality that Preston had painted for me, which I was like, oh man, I guess that's possible. And boy, what if that happens? Uh, I don't really know how I want to exist in that reality. And that was if these platforms, i.e. Facebook and such, um, get as good as they probably want to be to where you don't, like you leave them like maybe 2% of the time, right? To do whatever it is that you're doing because again, they become so robust, so integrated um, that you really find yourself not leaving them for things. And the people that are um, doing you know, a little bit of mind control, subliminal message like that Saved by the Bell episode where they did like the subliminal messages in the tapes. Anybody remember that one? Um, like, is it, I'm serious, right? You remember that one? It was a good one. Um, Joe, you just, you just took us back, man. That was like a decade old. Right? I love it. Come on, man. Anyways. <laughs> um, but, um, but seriously, like, so it's like, oh man, I guess that could happen. And like, is it? And like Preston kind of made me feel like it was, I was like, oh, well, what do we do if that does? And I was like, well, I kind of want Nissa to hear that. That's like, like I want to get like Nissa in on this and Preston, what is your, I mean, do you think that's possible? I think it's happening. So there's two factors on why I think this is happening now. I, I don't think, like, as I said, uh, you know, and, and I still believe that SEO is, is dying in a sense, and I don't mean that in, like, all completely. I, I think it's, I, I do believe that the human element of it is going to be kind of dwindled. And humans being humans, they're going to get creative and find new ways. I mean, that's the beauty of marketers. They find new, they, fi they find new ways to penetrate an audience. Which is to screw things up, right? But I also think that artificial intelligence from Google is going to assume a lot of the responsibility of SEO people in the future. Um, a lot of the things that people do to, you know, rank uh, are going to be absorbed into just Google. Like um, Facebook's already doing it, um, and so there's, you know, artificial intelligence is really going to make it difficult for humans on both sides of the equation on, any, on anything we're doing. Because it's like, well, how much are we really needed if they can just assume it? So that's kind of how I feel about Google and why I think that it's it, it's going to be an interesting thing in the next few years for SEO. Um, because I believe that Google will get intuitive enough to do most of that on its own. Um, machine learning is incredible. And I think that it'll surpass human logic uh, in the next few years, maybe even the next 12 months. Um, I, and I also believe that, uh, I also believe that, 
Facebook, and I know this is statistically proven, that Facebook is getting uh, an increasing, every year it's increasing, uh, an amount of our attention and amount of our time. And, you know, when we spend so much time on them, and then they penalize other platforms like YouTube, right? Like if I put a link, if I go to my page right now, or if I make an ad, and I reference to a YouTube video, they're going to actually uh, penalize me for referring to YouTube. Anything that you do that refers to a Google platform, Facebook is going to penalize you for. And in an environment like that, um, and it's kind of bittersweet because I love Facebook, but like I look at that in the same way you do, and I go, man, this kind of sucks because in a way it's kind of like, in a way it's kind of like not necessarily stifling, but redirecting your freedom of speech. And you, you know what I mean? Like it, it makes it so like you get, they're controlling how you get information, which kind of sucks. But like at the same time, I don't know that there's any other way because if they're able to penalize you for going to their competitors and they're getting more of your attention on a regular basis, it's like, what other direction can it go? Well, I'm glad you got that panic attack going because that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Nissa. Mm -hmm. uh, how you, you have a paper bag handy? What are you, what are you doing over there? Oh no. Um, I'm not, I'm not concerned at all. Um, it's already happening. I like the I like the confidence. I like the confidence. It's already happening. And I think it depends on what is your definition of SEO. Like the quote SEOs that were doing this 10 years ago and doing all these skeezy tactics to get things to rank, they've been gone for a long time. They've been talking yeah. for a long time about how if you want to do SEO, I even kind of starting to hate that word. Um, you need to be a marketer. You need, a good, you, you need to be a good marketer yeah, and you no. need to tell a good story. So when I say, you know, what is SEO to me? The only job that I'd have is I look and see what people are asking on Google and I answer their question. That's all I do. And then I make sure that my website has the authority to come up. And authority is you also can't fake that. Like if you are a reputable website that lots of people are talking about, lots of people are, are leaving good reviews about you, then you have the authority. So I know for TrustedChoice.com what we have the authority to rank for and what we do not have the authority to rank for. So we are always going after the things that we know that we can come up for. And it's just a matter of answering somebody's question better than the rest of your competition. So when people are coming to me and they're saying, wow, I can't believe you do insurance. It's really competitive. It's really hard. Well, have you ever Googled the word comprehensive car insurance? What is comprehensive car insurance? Well, actually, over 3,000 people do every single month. What is it? They are so freaking confused. So they start at the first, I don't remember exactly, I've been for a while, um, but the first three articles in Google about comprehensive car insurance they confuse me 100%. I have no idea what I'm reading. Um, and I feel like if I can tell somebody about comprehensive car insurance in a way that they actually understand, they're going to read more of my content, they're going to like my content more, and they're going to look at my site more, all of which is going to make me rank better for that particular term in Google. So it's not even about using these like skeezy SEO tactics anymore um, because all I need to do to beat my competition is to provide a piece of content that a consumer likes. We try to educate and entertain and really get down to their level of understanding. And that's what SEO is today. Um, 
No, so when you refer to like skeezy SEO tactics, are you referring to like link stuffing and stuff like that? Yeah, all of it. Everything that somebody maybe did in 2005 doesn't work anymore. Right, and that's across the board too. That to be to be specific, that's not just SEO. I mean, it's in every you know every evolving landscape. Yeah. So, um, I mean, in a perfect world, like, would you guys be able to get along and just like destroy everything? I mean, because that feels like the the right thing to do. No. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I definitely think. I mean, that you know, to be honest with you, Joy, some of my best Facebook advertising is through. Um, content marketing and it's it's kind of a new realm for us but we're, we're getting great results so I, there's definitely a hybrid model um, I, I think I think a better distinction to my statement because you and I I mean we didn't really get much preface um, I was just kind of asked a question and I don't really normally hold back um, and we like you and I didn't even know each other you don't like so, it any other way. How it goes man what was that I said I don't like it any other way <laughs> So, so I, you know, I, I think a better, a better um, distinction on that because I, I think that there's a definitive difference between NISA and most people that are doing SEO. I would almost go to say that the middle class SEO is dying. Like if, if, you know, she does it full time and she's done it for a while, I don't know that any of the changes with Google, any of the changes with how, you know, the world of marketing as a whole will necessarily affect her. I think that it'll widen the gap between people that suck and people that are doing great. Um, you know, I, I think that there that if you're half-assing SEO, it is dying um, because the, c- machines will be able to replace mediocre human results. And that That's a matter of time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's already happening. Um, Google actually hires real people to go out to websites and um, I just read through a 250-page document, which is pretty much the training manual that they give to these people when they're asking them to create a website. And I, it's amazing how many people don't read that document every single year. Did you say 250 pages? Yep, 250 pages. And it goes through, this is a good site, this is a bad site, this is how you can trust this site. Here's a site that's trustworthy. Here's a site that's not trustworthy. So if you think that 100% is based on an algorithm, you are wrong. It's live people looking at live websites. That's cool. I think a lot of it is algorithm-based. Of course, it has to be. Um, But it's all derived from the real people going out there. Um, and, and, And you bet that they check the big words, like car insurance. You bet there's a human looking at all of those results. Yeah. Well, I've even, I've even uh, in research I've done before, I've even seen that it sounds like Google is even going more towards a, um, they're going less towards key, keyword derived, like for just searches, they're going more towards user experience. So if a page is, even if it has good authority, if the page itself is like clunky, it loads slow, it's hard for a user to actually have a good experience it'll have an adverse reaction, even if it has all the right keywords and all that kind of stuff. So it sounds like the model itself has changed. Oh yeah, yep, they're looking at how long did somebody spend on that page? How many pages did they visit when they were there? Um, They even go as far as to say, is there a clear call to action above the fold? One clear call to action. Is it at all confusing what the user, what you think the user is supposed to do on this page? Um, User experience is a huge factor in how certain pages rank. So, is SEO dying? 
Do you think we answered that question today, Joey? Um, yeah, how do you feel about it, Joey? What's going on? Talk to us. What do you feel? It's not really my role here, but... Um... <laughs> You're just supposed to media. I think, yeah, I think old old SEO is dying. But, but one thing that you did touch on, Preston, that I had a thought um, is people... They are going, they're spending a lot of time on Facebook, that's for sure. They're spending a lot of time on YouTube. But I have been staring at keywords, insurance keywords particularly, in the last six years. And more people are searching online for more words. In fact, when mobile came into the picture, you took, let's say that 100 people searched on a word on desktop, then you could just add another maybe 50 to 150 searches on your phone. So the phone actually increased searches on Google, not not took sure. desktop views away. And so in the last six years that I've been here, I haven't seen any of my keyword volume go down. Uh, people are still very actively searching on Google. And if you're a good SEO, your only job is to make sure when they are searching for that, it's you that they see, however you can get there. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I share the holistic view that you do, Nissa. I don't know how empty your soul is, Preston, on this, but um, uh, you know the the idea that you know um, basically what this whole thing is about is we're just shortening, basically, like creating a wormhole uh, for people who have problems to get to the people that have answers. And as long as you're kind of obsessed with you know creating that wormhole, I think I think you should be in good shape. Is kind of the easiest way that I would put it. Well, I mean, that's marketing. We're, we're all creating wormholes. The only difference, I, I mean, honestly, the, the real only difference between Nissa and I is I spend money to create a wormhole. She spends time. <laughs> Which is, some true. could argue, the same thing. It's true. Right. Sure. So um, let's, let's say this. Give me this, and then I think we will, I think we will wrap this up. Uh, time versus money, right? Um, it sounds like Preston, you can get somebody going tomorrow. Nissa, uh, it's like, hey, let's put this thing in the bank for a couple of years, and then maybe when you graduate bar mitzvah time, like let's do that then, and then we can actually talk about having something to do, right? Is that is that kind of? I mean, where like, yep. Give me a logical progression on how people might want to attack yep. this. I'm a retirement fund. Preston is your grocery. <laughs> your grocery. Bar. Hit it real quick. So yeah, I think. I mean, I would agree with the sentiment to a degree. Um, I think that that's a little oversimplified. I, I would. Oh, that's not I, possible, I do, Preston. Come on. <laughs> I do believe that, you know, you have to be firing on, on all cylinders. But I'm also of the belief that depending on where you're at, if you're a one-man shop, you can't fire on all cylinders well. So you have to choose where you double down and forget. You know what I mean? There's no point half-assing anything, in my opinion. So focus on something you can kill and let go of the rest until you can hire somebody to do that. So, you know, I'm big on delegation for that. So I guess my belief would be, I would rather pay, you know, a few bucks now to get to start getting results. And then when I have a lot more money, I'd rather pay somebody like Nissa to take care of the long game type stuff so I can focus on my strengths. That's kind of the way that I look at it. Um, I find that it's easier to afford some money to spend to buy time, um, whereas somebody who would be starting off, and I'm not talking this specifically, I'm talking more like an insurance agent that's getting into this and has no idea about any of it. Um, 
I think that it would be detrimental personally to an insurance agent to spend years of their life trying to master and get results from something like SEO um, when they could have already been getting leads by just paying money up front and then getting results and leveraging those results and that money to buy somebody to do that for them. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with those statements. Um, SEO takes a long time and um, I work, work my little tail off to get those rankings and, and you, you don't even know for sure if it's going to work. Um, so if I were to recommend, you know, a strategy to an insurance agent, it would definitely be, you know, if you want to get leads, you know, you might want to pay for them, uh, making sure you're not paying too much for them. Um, and, and I mean, you, it's, it's not that hard to work on the long game. I mean, you may as well just try to put out good content, um, have it all set up because if it works, you did it and it's free forever. And so it's kind of like, why not? Right. And, you know, we have Agency Nation University um, where you can ask us questions about certain things that you're trying or doing. And we can kind of help make sure that you're going in the right direction. So you're not um, just kind of wasting your time. Kind of what we're here for. The biggest reason I would I would personally go more towards any form of lead generation before SEO uh, on a depending on the scale, right? And I'm more talking towards like a new agency right now because if you're a big agency that's been around for ten years, you can pay whoever to do whatever, and it doesn't matter. Um, you know, they have budgets for that. But for somebody that's starting off, it you know the the survival rate for you know first year, two year agents is pretty low, right? And that's I, I myself as an agency owner, I'm familiar with the you know the hardships that that an insurance agent's going to go through. Um, and surviving those first two years is really difficult. Uh, you know, anything that's going to take more than two years, I mean, that could be a death sentence to an agency. You know what I mean? So I just believe now I, I do think that there's, there's a huge value in it. Um, I just think that like, like I said before, if you can hire somebody like Nissa to do it for you, so you can focus on selling, um, eight to 10 hours a week. For an insurance agent who's you know in the first few years, I think that's an important distinction. I want to separate those those new agents um, because they're in a completely separate boat from somebody that's been an agent for five, ten years, right? And so when they're when they're in that position, they have to really choose very wisely how they allocate their time because the odds are stacked against a lot of people, and and that's just statistics. Like a lot of people don't make it in this business first two years, so. I believe that time is when you start off the most crucial asset because if you if you mess up in those first two years, you may not have the time or the capital to continue on. And so, um, you know, that's kind of my thing is you have to really be wise. I do believe that that it, it wouldn't hurt at all to learn SEO as long as you can do everything else that you need to do as an insurance agent. 